And we welcome you back into the next edition of the Dodgers Down on the Farm, Oklahoma City style. This week, we're going to talk about Andrew Heaney and his rehab start with Oklahoma City. We're going to talk about Max Muncy. How's he doing down on the farm on his rehab? We're going to talk about Miguel Vargas, Jake Lamb, the promotions of Zach McKinstry and Eddie Alvarez, and much, much more. So let's not waste any time. Let's get to it, and let's talk Oklahoma City Dodgers. The Oklahoma City Dodgers just completed a 4-2 and two week in their six-game series down in Round Rock. They enter the league-wide off day in sole possession of first place in the Pacific Coast East Conference or League. Zach McKinstry, Kevin Pillar, Eddie Alvarez, all were team leaders in batting average, but all got promoted. So now Miguel Vargas is the team leader in batting average. Back in familiar territory with him. He was the AA Central hitting champion a year ago, and now he is the team leader in batting average for the Oklahoma City Dodgers at 289. Jake Lamb leads the team in home runs, RBIs, and OPS with 12 home runs, 36 RBIs, and an OPS of 1.034. So let's get to the action. Let's watch some of the video, and let's see how the Dodgers played last week. First thing I wanted to show you were two back-to-back -back home runs by Miguel Vargas and Jake Lamb. I mentioned just a minute ago that Vargas is the team leader in batting average at 286. Jake Lamb leads the team in home runs, RBIs, and OPS. These were two back-to-back -back home runs they had on Friday, and both of them were absolute no-doubters. Lamb had two hits in that game. He had, at the time, a three-game hitting streak, and he has had just a tremendous year. Another one of those guys that has good major league experience that the Dodgers have added to their depth piece in the organization, so if they ever need some depth or a guy to call up like they've done with Alvarez, like they've done with McKinstry, like they did with Pilar, a good candidate, and Jake Lamb, who was an all-star in 2017. Andrew Heaney is the next Dodger I want to talk about. He started Saturday night for Oklahoma City in Round Rock on a rehab assignment, had a very successful start. As you can see, the left-hander was good. He had, a, he had five strikeouts in three innings, no walks, gave up just one earned run, and and a return to Oklahoma City for Andrew Heaney. A lot of people may not realize this, but he grew up in the Oklahoma City area and graduated from Putnam City High School in the Putnam City area. Putnam City uh, Original, I believe, is the high school. There's three Putnam City high schools. I believe it was the Putnam City Original that he graduated from. His head coach in high school was Jim Drummond, a good friend of mine. So Andrew Heaney, I hope he gets – actually, I hope he gets back to L.A. before the – before the Dodgers, well, they have a home game or home series this week. I hope he actually goes back to L.A. before that. But in case he doesn't, I hope that he gets to pitch in Oklahoma City because he will have a lot of family and friends watching him from the Oklahoma City area. He is very popular in this area. So Andrew Haney having a good rehab stint in Oklahoma City. Left-hander Garrett Clevenger has done just about everything that he can in AAA. He's done Oh, he's proven himself just about as much as he can. He put up another zero Friday night. He has not allowed an earned run since May the 8th. That spans seven outings and nine innings. He's also only allowed an earned run in two of his 11 appearances, and his ERA is down to 1.74. He hit 97 the other night with his fastball on multiple occasions, and that's paired with the sweeping slider. There's the 97-mile-hour fastball. Paired with the sweeping slider, there you see it, that he can hit the back door with or he can hit the back foot with. And there's the changeup. There's a fastball up in the zone that he likes to ride at about 97 miles an hour. So Garrett Clevenger, there's that sweeping slider to the back foot, is a guy that I think is knocking on the door of a promotion to L.A. And once he gets there, is a, vi a very viable candidate to provide very good innings out of the bullpen for the Dodgers. 
Right-handed pitcher out of the bullpen, Marshall Kozowski is a name that a lot of Dodgers fans may not be totally familiar with. You need to become familiar with this name because he is having a huge, huge 2022. He threw up another zero on Friday. That marks 10 out of his last 11 appearances where he has not allowed an earned run. He's allowed an earned run and just one appearance out of his last 15 or one inning out of his last 15. So he's allowed only one earned run in his last 15 innings. He's 94 paired with a big changeup, as you see in this video. So Marshall Kozowski is having a really, really good 2022. And I think he's he's making some noise. He has to be making some noise in the organization just simply with his numbers and his production. So I think he's a guy that needs to be put on the radar. Carson Fulmer continues to have a very, very good year for Oklahoma City through 1.2 scoreless innings Thursday night in Round Rock and then collected his fourth save of the season Sunday. His ERA is down to 2.35. That includes a stretch where he did not allow an earned run in 11 consecutive innings. I had a chance to talk to him about a week ago. What a wonderful young man he is. Very competitive. He talked about the DFA train he's on, and he also talked about how comfortable he is in the Dodgers organization, the people that he knows in this organization, and how much he's developed in this system. So he's excited about where he's at. He's excited about being a Dodger, and I think he's making some noise and, and knocking on the door as well. Ryan Pepio has had great luck and then kind of some bad luck all at the same time. Great luck in the sense that he's had three performances at the big league level, which is absolutely outstanding. He's had a great year in Oklahoma City. There's a great play on a, on a bunt that Pepio made in his last start. But then he's also had bad luck in the sense that he was just two outs away in his last Major League debut from recording the victory. Then he was just one out away in his last outing with Oklahoma City from getting a victory. So he didn't get wins in either one of those, and he was just combined a total of three outs away. He went 4.2 innings in his last outing, gave up one earned run. And so he has been very good in Oklahoma City. He was the pitcher of the month in April, and he continues just to excel at the AAA level. The big club has one more time where they can bring him up and then option him back down. Then they will have a decision to make on him as far as do you keep him up with the team for good or what do you do with him. I don't see any way that he does not have an impact with the big club moving forward in 2022. Certainly proud of Andre Jackson. He got off to somewhat of a slow start in 2022, but his last two outings have been very, very, very good. What I want you to notice is that Greg Maddox type changeup that he throws that he likes to start on the, on the front hip of a left-handed hitter and just hop back over the plate. He got his very first strikeout at Pittsburgh last year, if you remember, with the big Dodgers with that changeup. It is a very – there's that changeup that, that starts at the front hip of the left-hander and hops back over the plate. So that changeup for, for Jackson has been 100% on point his last two times out. He's matched that with a good riding fastball. He went six innings in his last performance, gave up just one earned run. So, Andre Jackson, congratulations to you as the weather has warmed up. So has the right-hander out of the University of Utah. So, I'm excited to see how he excels for the remainder of 2022. What else can you say about the six-foot-seven reliever out of Lehigh, Mark Washington, other than he's just simply the best relief pitcher in all the minor leagues, if not all of baseball just overall. He has that four seam that he rides up in the zone, what he calls the fourth slot fastball that is the down and away glove side strike that he throws to right-handers a lot and then gets underneath the swings of left-handers with. 
He pairs that with the slider. Just watch the slider that ends this inning. It is just an unhittable pitch, and he has video game good statistics with a 1.07 ERA, a whip of 0.75, and as you can see in this video, he pitches with a lot of confidence, and he has a lot of swagger. Washington has yet to allow an, a run. He has yet to allow a run since he has moved up to AAA Oklahoma City. What, what a pitcher Mark Washington is. Bo Burrows has had two really good outings back-to-back. His last outing was in Round Rock. In fact, the two outings that he's had have been his two best outings since his first outing of the year on April 8th. This last one, he went 5.2. He struck out eight and only walked two. That was last Tuesday. Well, then he backed that up. That wasn't his last performance. His last performance was Sunday in which he went five innings and gave up just one run had five strikeouts and only three walks. So Bo Burrows is a name that I'm sure a lot of Dodgers fans have heard of. You know, he's, he has major league experience. It's a name that I'm sure a lot of, of Dodgers fans are excited about, and you should be excited to know that his last two outings have been very good. If you're going to talk about the Oklahoma City Dodgers infielders, you got to start with promotions. Both Zach McKinstry and Eddie Alvarez have been called up to the big club, and both have done very well with them. Kevin Pillar also got called up. He recently got put on the DL. Here is a great moment from a couple of weeks ago where Eddie Alvarez had a walk-off where he, he hit a triple into right field. Zach McKinstry scored all the way around from first base. So uh, both of these young men had had very good years in Oklahoma City going on, and, and the promotions were very well deserved for McKinstry. When he got promoted, he was hitting 338 with an OPS of 888. He played mainly shortstop with Oklahoma City, but I would imagine when he gets with L.A., he's going to have that super utility role. He's going to play some outfield, some infield. We saw him DH the other day. So congratulations to Zach McKinstry, Eddie Alvarez, the two-time silver medalist in the Olympics. Congratulations to him for getting promoted. Very well deserved for him as well. 304 batting average, OPS of 930. And both of these young men provided a lot of leadership in the clubhouse. So they have, you know, Alvarez was a great addition over the offseason, but they they both provide great leadership, and they both very well deserved the promotions they've got. So I hope I never see him again in Oklahoma City, to be quite honest. Dodgers fans would be happy to know that Max Muncy has started his rehab with Oklahoma City, and he's had some pretty typical at-bats where he, where he took a lot of pitches, he grinded the pitch counts, and then made – Solid contact. Now, he's only one for six so far, but as you can see, he's hit into some tough luck. He's hit some balls hard. He has done a very good job being disciplined with the strike zone, like he always is. So the rehab has started in Oklahoma City. We will keep you up to date on how Max Muncy is doing. Watch this home run by a third baseman, Andy Burns. He just got all this, and when when he hits a home run, it stays hit. I assure you that there's an upper deck home run for Andy Burns, and when he gets hot, he can hit. And he has a lot. He's not, you know, another one of those guys that, that provides you a lot of professional baseball experience. There's a good look at him. Not all of his professional experience is in America. He's traveled around the world to play baseball professionally. So another one of those depth pieces in the organization to where if you needed a week or two or maybe even longer than that, you bring up Andy Burns, you bring, you bridge a gap with him, or if he gets hot, you continue to play him every day. So a very, very, very good depth piece in the organization is Andy Burns for the Dodgers. In this video, you're seeing two hits from Michael Bush from the Friday evening game. His second hit was a single that gave Oklahoma City the, leap, the lead. He's actually in a little bit of a rough patch right now. He's hitting just 203 since he's been promoted to AAA Oklahoma City, but certainly nothing to be concerned with. Like all hitters, he's had rough patches in the past. He had a June last year where he hit around 200, bounced right back, and, 
ended up hitting over 400 in September and was just an extremely good hitter. So if, you, if you're, you're looking at statistics only and you're going, well, well, what's going on with Bush? He's only hitting 203. Can he not handle AAA pitching? That's not it. It's just simply baseball. And if, and if you cherry pick certain periods of time throughout a 500 at-bat season for any player, you're going to be able to pick you know, 15, 20, maybe even 30 at-bats for, for a guy that, that aren't exactly great as far as they would be concerned. So nothing to be concerned with with Michael Bush. He has an elite hit tool. He's just one step away from Los Angeles. He's playing a very good second base. He played left field on Sunday, so the Dodgers are trying to create versatility with him, although I think they put him in left field so they could put Max Muncy at second to give Muncy a look at second and then keep Michael Bush's Michael Bush's left-handed stick in the lineup. But that makes the second game this year that Bush has played left field. He played one in Tulsa. Now he's played one in Oklahoma City. So the Dodgers trying to create versatility with him, but – but, you know, if he makes the major leagues, it's going to be because he can pitch. But I think there's absolutely no doubt about it. If he makes the major leagues, it's going to profile at second base. What a start that Drew Avens had to his weekend on Friday night. He had a huge game. He had a big game on Saturday as well. He had two hits on Friday. He extended his hit streak to three for Oklahoma City. He also had an RBI, two stolen bases, two total bases on the evening. So quite a game for him. He had another three hits on Saturday. So Drew Avens, you know, if you remember his grand slam from spring training, what a moment that was. Tim Neverett was on the call for that. That was a wonderful moment for him. But but he can get hot at times. He is another very good athlete in the outfield depth for the Dodgers, a player that a lot of times sometimes gets overlooked as far as who the Dodgers have in the outfield. But this is a young man that had a really good weekend. He's starting to warm up as the weather warms up too. Ryan Noda had a four-hit game last Wednesday, and he is one of my favorite hitters. In the organization, he was traded over to the Dodgers in the Ross Stripling trade with Kendall Williams. Him and Kendall Williams were both the players to be named in that trade. The thing that I love about Noto, of course, he led AA Central last year in home runs. But the thing I like about him, he is way more than just power. As you see with his four hits, he had a hit to every part of the field. He had a hit to left field. He had a hit to center field. Then he had a hit in right field. And then to cap it off, he had a second hit to the opposite field to left field. So he is much more than just power. He is a very skilled hitter. As a matter of fact, his opposite field percentage is 38.5% this year. That is six six points higher than his pull rate. Let me say that again. He has a 38.5% percentage to go the other way with all of his hits, and that is six points higher than his pull rate. So Ryan Noda, as I said, much more than just power. Dodgers have veteran catchers, Tony Walters, Tomas Talese. So a very good staff handle, or a good round of catchers that are able to handle a staff. Here's video of Tony Walters, who had a very, very, very big game. Another guy, him and Talese, that, that bring major league experience. If you remember 2017, Walters got the base hit, the walk-off base hit for the Colorado Rockies in the playoffs. He had a huge Friday night with three hits, three RBIs, and they came with two outs, and he also had – Three total bases at in that game. And at that time, he had a three-game hit streak, and he was six for his last ten. So Walters, kind of like all the guys we've talked about, you know, three of them got promoted recently. Kevin Pillar, Eddie Alvarez, Zach McKinstry, another one of those guys of Major League experience that, that adds to the depth pool in the organization. So Tony Walters adds a lot of value to the Dodgers. 
I'm glad that you tuned into the next edition of the Dodgers Down on the Farm AAA Oklahoma City Edition. I also hope that you visit DodgerPokerReport.com on the internet or you visit Dodger Poke Report on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. This is also going to be a podcast, so go to your podcast streaming service of your choice and search Dodgers Down on the Farm, or you can search Dodger Poke Report, but search Dodgers Down on the Farm. You'll find all the episodes on there. And don't forget to subscribe so each time Dodger Poke Report releases a new Dodgers Down on the Farm episode, you will be informed and you will never miss a thing from Dodger Poke. As always, I'm glad that you've tuned in, and go Dodgers!